Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. There behind the glass stands a real blade of grass. Be careful as you pass. Move along, move along. is a very festive Seth and Sean Sports Radio show. Believe it or not, it is festive today. Christmas, only a couple of days away. New Year's next week. Man, we can't be any more happy, the Seth and Sean Sports Radio show. And for a number of reasons. And Seth will be joining momentarily. He's getting off a call. And I apologize for the late delay. The late delay? I guess late is delay. The delay in getting this word out to all of our listeners that we are having an 11 a.m. show today. But it's for a good cause. Let me tell you why. So I, Sean Palmer, help run a toy drive. I think you, I think I've made that very clear on this show, that I try and run a toy drive every single year with the help of my company and a litany of people. I mean litany. It is the people behind the scenes that do this every single year, And that helped me out. I may be the face, but I'm just the face. That's all I am. I cannot cannot take credit for all the work that is done. So this year we run our toy drive just like every other year. And this year it is a big monumental task in that normally we have about 250 to 300 kids. And every year we, we... We do this for the Julia A. Barnes School in Jersey City, right in our backyard for IPC. And we try and every year try and up our game. First year we did one gift. Second year we did, we adopted a couple of families. The third year we did two gifts and then we did some more and more. And then this year, unfortunately, some kids just don't have a place to live. And I say that because... There are natural disasters in Miami. There are natural disasters in Houston. And you know all about those. What you don't know is that people had to uproot their lives and move. You hear about it all day, but I'm telling you it happens. And 150 of those kids are now in this school, which means that my toy drive just went from 500 gifts to 700 gifts, if not more. 700 gifts, that's a lot of gifts. That's a lot of buying power. That's a lot of let's get out and mobilize the troops and get it all done. But it can get done, I'm telling you. I don't talk about Christmas miracles because I don't believe in them. I believe that people work hard and people get what they deserve. And these kids, man, they've worked. They've worked their butts off. They've gotten themselves to a place where they can have a house They can have a place, a roof over their head, and they're going to school. And that's all you can ask of a child, in my opinion. I know this is a sports radio show, and when Seth joins, which should be in a couple minutes, we'll get to that. So, running this toy drive, every single gift counts. Every gift counts. It was 700 gifts, every gift counts. So, that's what's happening later today. We're, we're going out and buying. We're going out and spending money. And we're going to get more gifts. So I'm sorry for the late notice. 
with regards to this show and why it's so late. Well, they'll notice anyway, and why the show was so early. But it's Christmas. So if you're walking by and somebody is homeless outside, Seth has joined, but let me finish my thought. If you're walking by and you see somebody homeless, you see somebody that needs a helping hand, it's the time of the year to do that. Not that every other time of the year is not to do that, but it's the time of the year. It's the time to extend that helping hand. You know what? Go to the bodega and get the guy a sandwich. Get him, get, get him some food. Get, if you have an extra blanket, give it out. This is the time of the year. And look, Seth was praying for a Christmas miracle last night, and he kind of got one. And surprise, surprise, I'll tell you, Seth, and we're talking about our fantasy team here, ladies and gentlemen, not anything that's real, not anything, you know, in the bigger scope of things. It's not really that important. But let me tell you how the fantasy league works generally for Seth and myself. Seth and I get together and we draft. It's generally the, up until the playoffs, it's probably 90% of what you do during the year. Is that about right for the fantasy team? Up until the playoffs. So you do the draft with me. Uh Well, I'm saying your activity, right, with you have to speak louder so I can barely hear you. So your activity with regards to the team is the draft and then the playoffs. I mean, we talk every once in a while, but day-to-day management is my job. Right. So when it comes to the playoffs, so we we deal with the waiver wire. We picked up a Brett Hundley this year. Spent a lot of money on him. Probably too much money, as it turns out. (laughs) It's coming back to bite us in the butt now. It might, but it might not. We'll see. But the fact is, during the playoffs – it generally occurs during this time. Seth knows that this is my toy drive time, which basically means nothing else matters. And I had an injury last week, which basically rendered me useless for a couple of days. So this, the last couple of weeks, haven't really, my focus hasn't really been on fantasy football. And I know for some of our listeners, that's kind of strange in that we're in the playoffs, and I don't say anything. I don't care. It'll happen when it happens. So... I didn't watch Sunday night's game, and we go into last night's game, I believe, down 25 points. Is that correct, Seth, 25 points? Yes. Okay, so we're down 20, 25 points, and I'm on the train, and I'm buying some gifts, and I'm here and there, and all of a sudden I start getting text messages from Seth going, expletive, expletive, he fumbled the ball. Expletive, expletive, we need more points. Ex- now, this is a man that hasn't really done – any of this emotion throughout the entire year. And I'm sitting there going, okay, okay, thanks for sharing. Okay, well, let me you know told me to call. You told, you, you, told me to, you told me to follow up. Now, to be fair, I, I was a little – I was a little – I was just a little annoyed, not with you, but the reason we were even down 25 is because two of our players got injured in the first quarter of the games. Right. We lost so I was Antonio a, Brown. And we lost Marquise Lee. Now, to be fair, we generally have a very good string of luck when it comes to injuries. Yes, we've Over had the course of our few time, of the years. we have not lost. We've lost Le'Veon Bell for a couple of games, but we always have D'Angelo Williams or James Conner. We have never lost Antonio Brown for any significant amount of time, and we've never lost Devontae Freeman. Those being our big three guys, we've never lost our big three guys for a significant amount of time. 
in the last six years. Is that fair? Yeah, although we obviously we came we came into this year, I think into this league, I want to say five years ago. Okay, the first five year years. was the only so year I think we weren't competitive, if I remember correctly. Right, and and we lost Le'Veon Bell a couple of times, but yet we always had the backup, so we never had a problem. And this is the first. So to be fair, we haven't had a whole lot of misery when it comes to injuries until this week. <laughs> where we lose Marquise Lee on basically the third play of the game. <laughs> and then we lose Antonio Brown with this in the first quarter, not to minimize what, what, what special uh, talents they bring to their teams, respectively. But, man, for our team, this is really bad. So we go in and we're like, all right, fine. We need 25 points last night. And I just say, Seth, if you want to be a manic about this, go for it. Like, I'm happy you're excited, but I got bigger fish to fry. So I'm on the subway. I'm on the subway. I'm on the subway, and all of a sudden, way to make way to make I, you feel like a really superficial dude. I appreciate that, man. Oh no, 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 no! I'm not making you superficial. What I'm saying is, it. I'm making it the opposite. Normally, I'm you. <laughs> Normally, I'm sitting at home, and I'm doing this because I just found it strange that the one ga- the the one weekend where I couldn't care less, at all. Like I, I didn't. I watched the Pats game because I was home, but I went to bed before the Sunday night game. You know this. And I last night, I'm just on the subway. All I see is, oh my God, I love Devontae Freeman. <laughs> like, like that's that's the that's the text. I love Devontae Freeman. And I'll tell you, I got the text message after you called me. But yeah. I really wasn't prepared to pick up that phone because I was kind of like, you know what? He's probably going to bitch and moan that Devontae Freeman fumbled again. And we lost. Okay, I'll get over it. We lost. But, no, Seth was uh, – I don't know if you were happier last night or when Maryland won the national championship. I mean, you were you were off the scales last night. Yeah, I'm not sure why. Um, no, I was much happier when Maryland won the national championship, guy. It's close. It's close. No, it wasn't. Last night, you, not were, even, not you even. were pretty. Uh, my wife did say it was the happiest she's ever seen me after winning a, uh, anything to do with fantasy. I said, yeah. Um, I want to win this damn league. I lost my <laughs> other big league because Carson Wentz, simply because Carson Wentz got injured. I lost I lost my other big league. Um, we got gypped one year in this. We won two in a row. I think after this year, don't we get to kind of run the league? If we can pull this off, we're going to be an underdog. I mean, the league's name is "We Will Win It Again." (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I mean, it's not like we don't run the league to begin with. And to be fair, this is a keeper league, so we do get to keep Brown and Bell every year. So we get get more and more expensive. Yeah, but we did lock into number one and number two when they were cheap. I mean. To be fair, right? I mean, if we had to go get them now, we would not be able to afford both of them. So that's that's to be fair. Now, we are – you do realize this is the team that offered us the trade, right? What trade? Remember the trade for Roethlisberger that we we turned down? The Jordan Howard, Roethlisberger, and Shepard for Le'Veon Bell and Crap. Le'Veon Bell and Crap. This is the team that that made that that, that made that offer and then we turned down. 
This is also a team that I believe was one in four and just turned it around. So this, this is also is the team, team that, that beat us four beat. years ago in the final. That was yep. zero and six. This is, and... Right. This is the team I wanted to stay. This is the team I was glad was on the other side of the bracket. <laughs> yeah. Because these guys are really good. They have no weakness. And I'm very glad that Melvin Gordon is actually playing the Jets this week. Because if there's one thing the Jets can do right, and it's not much, they can stop the run. So I'm a very happy camper. Uh, Look, we're going to be underdogs. We're going to be serious underdogs in this game. But Um, I don't know. I mean, from a QB perspective, probably. Uh, From a running back. QB, we're actually the QB. They have uh, they have Matt Ryan and Ben Roethlisberger. I actually think QB. We're actually okay. I think it's everywhere else. No, in running back, we have Freeman and Bell. I'll still take them over any anybody. And, right. And, so I, and, said, uh, I think Kareem. we're good every, oh, yeah. oh, everywhere else other yeah. than quarterback. Well, we may yeah. be a player short. <laughs> That's the bigger right. problem. That too. <laughs> that too. That too. So, we, you know, luckily he has nobody – he has no free agent money, but he doesn't need it. Our entire bench are seven guys – six, uh, six guys on IR and Jeremy Macklin, who's doubtful. So – we haven't had the best luck in regards to health, um, but you know we got a shot. It'll be it's we have a shot. It'll probably be about look, a fifty forty underdog, I would think. Look, look, we can say we've made the national we we've made the championship game in the f- last four years. I mean that and won at least two, so that's that's not a bad deal. I mean I, I'm I'm pretty happy with our success in this league, and in my other league, the one where I was. Perfect, 13-0. I actually went into the 4 o'clock games with a 15% chance of winning and won by 40. Thank you to Todd Gurley <laughs> and thank you to Le'Veon Bell, who I All got right, with 6-1-2 and two this year. There you go. All right, to give you an idea, as of now, without having updated our team, so Antonio Brown is still in there with zero points, um, we are underdog by 13. Okay, so we'll be underdog by like six. Yeah, whether we bring in Mike Wallace or Kendall Wright. Unfortunately, we have $1 to spend in free agency. And our other wide receiver is not playing. Yeah, we we may need to pick up two. So, um. We can't pick up two, so that's just not the way it's going to work. No, nope. we'll so, play Marquise Lee and hope for the best. And yeah, uh, well, well, no, we'll move Macklin in, or we'll move Macklin in, and right. whoever we pick up, there are a couple decent pickups, yep. but you know nothing great, and we'll go from there. Yeah, we'll 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 need a special performance. Uh, let's put it that way. And you know what? We've gotten special performances. It's not like we won't, and we have to hope that Nick Foles plays. That's it. Yeah, well, I don't Nick Foles play. should play. I mean, it's, he's only not going to play, supposedly, if Green Bay without Aaron Rodgers beats Minnesota. I don't see it happening. In Minnesota. In Minnesota. So, well, I, I find it pretty Seth, unlikely. I'd, yeah, I'd go even one more. I'm not even sure. Actually, it's in Green Bay. Win. I'm sorry. It's in Green Bay. Oh, it's in Green Bay? Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. 
even if he does, even if it does happen, I'm not sure they still sit him. And and there's a reason why I say that is because Foles has only had what a, a game. game and a half. Yeah, so they may need to still work on that. Not to say that they will, but they might. By the way, how good was Elrod Hendricks? Kendricks helping us this week. Eric, it's Eric Hendricks. No, no, that's L. Hubbard this, from Scientology. Genius. No, there are two Eric. Kendricks. There's Michael and there's is it Eric? Who's the other one? Oh, Eric. Eric. Okay, well I'll take I'll take Eric. By the way, I thought yeah. I. By the way, I thought I had actually picked up Michael when I made the deal. <laughs> I Marvelous. I thought I, had, I thought I had picked up the Eagle guy, <laughs> and meanwhile I pick up the Viking guy and he gets us eleven and a half. So I'm a happy kid. Yeah, pretty neat. We are. So in my so I have three leagues, uh, and and a pick 'em, and I'm doing I'm in two championships and in a third place. So no complaints there, and I'm doing pretty well in the pick 'em. Um, I was in third place. I don't know how I did this week. And you so, beat me. Oh, so you get an extra fifty bucks straight out. Yep. If I beat you, I'm up nine. I was up nine going into this week. I don't know how I did. So yeah, you beat you, be, you I think I went like six and I think I went six and six or something like that or six and eight. Oh, I don't okay. know. I, I did not have a good year in Pick'em. I, I had one week where I think I got three. So whatever. But it is what it is. It's the holiday season, and if you would like a gift under the tree, and that gift happens to be the ownership of the Carolina Panthers, go for <laughs> it because that's possible now. Seth, oh, I'd okay. like the I... gift under the tree to be. Ownership of the Carolina Panthers. Can you make that happen for me? Well, if you're friends with Diddy, potentially. Yeah, I'm just looking quickly. There's no way. Yeah. There's no I'm up 14 no games on you with two to go. Yeah. There is no, no way. way that is happening. Let, let's understand. There is no way Diddy gets into the NFL. No, none whatsoever. And there's no way Colin Kaepernick gets part of that either. None. Oh my! Sorry, I'm I'm looking at my pick'em now. Leader is at 126. Number two is at 125, and I'm at 123. Yeah, there you go. You have a chance. Oh, I, I, so you're I, I, saying I a there's chance. a chance. I'm saying there's a chance. You're at 109. Yeah, I know. I'm nowhere near it. I, I'm well aware. So anyway, <laughs> so all right. So Jerry Richardson, and and th- I'm going to tie this back to something else. So Jerry Richardson makes some inappropriate comments. He, I, and he asks somebody for a foot rub, and people get offended, rightfully so. I'm not saying, that. and all of a sudden he has to sell his team. I'm not really sure that amounts to needing to sell his team. And I'm I don't not sure think that was, was. I don't think that was the issue. I think that was part of it. Okay, what? But I think there were some other issue? things also in there. I think also he asked them to shave their legs in front of him. That no, he asked them to shave their problem. legs. He asked them to shave their legs. Oh, I thought it was in front of him. I don't think it was in front of him. But okay, but but here's my here's my thought, right? Okay, I get this. All right, I get that these are inappropriate comments. No question about it. I do. I get. All of this stuff is probably – look, you can call me whatever you want, listeners, um, and you can call me – yeah, I mean – but I don't think that warrants selling a team. I just don't. 
I understand, I understand the public face of a franchise. I get that. I understand that he made an error. I get that. I understand that we are in the Me Too revol, whatever you want to call it, revolution. Gener- generation. I get that. Generation. I get the fact that what he did was absolutely wrong. I'm with you. All of that. I don't think that forces him to sell his team. I think it's a little bit more than that. Um, I'm actually looking at sportsillustrated.com right now just to kind of come up um, with... And then I'm going to move on to something else, which which I think is a good parallel. So, okay, well, go ahead. What, well, here what, we go. Richardson was also... There was also a racial slur against one of the scouts. There were four women where he signed... Um, he signed non. They signed non-disclosures. Okay. Uh, in regards, Richardson was also known for what multiple women called the seatbelt maneuver. He would invite female employees out to lunch, and in keeping with his reputation as a self-styled gentleman, he would open the car door for his guests. Once they were seated, however, he would insist on fastening their seatbelt for them, reaching across the lap and brushing his hands across their breasts before putting the belt in the clasp. Uh, well. Again, it's, it's, it's wrong. a lot of little things. It's a lot I mean, of little things. I, I, I guess. I, I guess. I, so here, yeah. here's my next question. Okay, let, 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 let me let me give you a parable to this. We're back in 2003, except it's today. Does Kobe Bryant have a second career? Yeah. He does? He has a second, yeah, I think so. the second act of his career. Good question. Um Thank you. I do think I, I do think he I, I think he does. For because I really hadn't thought about it. I think well, he, he definitely get any gets endorsement. suspended. He does he get totally suspended. Gets suspended. Um but his reputation is, is much worse than it is today. Yeah, but you also have to remember in 2003, his reputation after what happened, which is, of course, the whatever happened in Denver, Colorado, uh, was not very good right. either. Um, no, know, I'm saying today, so, right? So it, I'm yeah, saying it no, happened I'm, today. No, I, I understand that. I understand that. Um, I think... Because of his all-world talent and his being, he was he wasn't beloved in L.A. Remember, at that point in 2003, he was not beloved. He was Agreed. the whiny boy who got rid of Shaq. Yep. But he um, He's a top ten player, you know. He was a top ten player in the league, top five player in the league. You know, he'll go down as a top fifteen of all time. You know, kind of in retrospect, his career would have continued. Because would he still be a Laker? To... I'm not sure. I think I think so, because of who the owners are and the relationship the, that he had with the buses. Okay. And 
it would have been interesting because again, it's L.A., which is kind of the home of the Me Too of the Me Too movement because of everything that's gone on in Hollywood. That's a really interesting. It was also question. if you if you go back to that time before they made the decision of Shaq versus Kobe. That was right before, because that was the free agency issue of would he resign with the Lakers or would he sign with the Clippers or would he sign with the Bulls, right? That was mm-hmm. roughly around that time. I'm not sure that the Lakers don't pick Shaq at that point. They may. Uh, so, I mean, I think that I'm not sure he has the same, certainly the same career. I think people have brushed that part under the rug at this point. I, I, I mean, when I thought about that the other day, it's the first time I've probably thought about it in 20 years. Yeah, me too. 15, that was the first actually, time I've even thought in ten, in 10 years. Right. So if that's the case, because of the lack of media at that time, I mean, it was still better than the 70s and the 80s and 90s, but certainly not today, certainly not with Twitter and everything of that sort. I I just think that last night's ceremony goes a whole lot different if it happens. Yeah, and I actually saw the ceremony. The amount of people who flew in for this. Uh, Bill Russell came in from Boston. Alan Iverson came in. You know, it's, it wasn't just you know the people in L.A. Cream Magic, the guys you know Shaq, the guys you would expect to be there. I would never have thought that Alan Iverson would fly in from Philadelphia for this. Yeah, it was a really was. Um, and then actually ended up being an overtime game that ended at 1.30 in the morning, so I'm a little bit tired. The Lakers played a pretty inspired game, and only you know only the greatness of Kevin Durant really got them the win. Um, it's also the first time I can ever remember some two, uh, two numbers being retired, both 8 and 24. It's, it's actually the only time. Okay, well that would be the, the only, only that would be the reason why I that yeah, would be the reason the why I don't remember. That, yeah, it's 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 the only time that um that a that a team has retired two numbers for the same person. For the same person. It's two numbers have certainly been retired for different people, such as number eight for the Yankees, which has been retired for both Dickey and for Barra. But the first time that two numbers for the same person by the same team have been retired. Uh, there are certain instances where a person does have two numbers retired by different teams. Uh, I can think of three. Casey Stengel with the Mets and the Yankees. Sure. Nolan Ryan with the Astros and the Rangers. Henry Aaron with the Brewers and the Braves. I think Rick... Henry, why would Henry Allen be retired by the Brewers? spent his last year there with the Brewers and it's Milwaukee. Remember, he played most of his career in Milwaukee. Right, with the Milwaukee Braves. No, I understand that. Right, but that's right. So they retired they retired his number with the Brewers. So I believe and and Gretzky's obviously retired by everybody, as is Jackie Robinson. So yeah. um but I believe those are the only guys that have been retired by multiple teams. Maybe Wade Boggs? No, Boggs hasn't been retired no. by Boston yet. They haven't forgiven him. No, he was retired by Tampa Bay. 
You're right. Uh, actually, you're complete. 31, 32 athletes with numbers retired by multiple teams. All right, let me try and get some. Hold on. Hold on. I, I, hold on. Let me pull up the list. Let me pull up the list. All right, pull up the list and see how many I can pull okay. up. Okay. All right. So can you tell me how many are in baseball? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Wow. Okay. So I got a couple, right? I got I got Henry Aaron. You got Hank you got I Hank Allen. Nolan Ryan. Yep. Okay. You actually got Casey Stengel as well. Oh, I know I got Stengel. That that wasn't an issue. Stengel was one of my favorite guys. Okay. Let me see. I got Boggs. Yep, you got Boggs. Rod Carew? Yep, Rod Carew. Carlton Fisk, 27 and 72. There you go. Reggie's got to be on some of this list because Reggie played on like 12 different teams. There you go. Frank Robinson. Are you looking at the Reds list, dude? Orioles. No. Are you looking at the list? Wow. He played 10 years on each side, Reds and Orioles. Yeah. No, I'm just I'm impressed here. So you got you got three left, it looks like. Four left. If you can get, I, you should get at least one of them. One's easy. Jackie Robinson? Yeah, I gave you that one already. Okay. Maddox? That's the easy one. Hold on. You may get one other one. I'd be stunned if you get the uh, the other two. Although they are all within our lifetime. Is one a manager? Yes. Not Yogi. Sparky Anderson. Wow. That's impressive. Well, he won. T- he won. He was the first guy to win titles on both sides, on both National yep. League and American League. So I'll go with him, and I have no idea who the other guy is. Rod Carew? No, I said Carew. Did you say Carew? In the beginning? Yeah. The only one you missed was Raleigh Fingers. Wow. Okay. That's impressive. All right. So let's move on to different sports. How many we got in okay. basketball? Let's go to hockey first. Gretzky? There's... Yep, there's five people in hockey. Gretzky. Gordie Howe. Yep. Mark Messier. I Messi. think you'll get these. Yep. Mark Messier. Maybe four of the five. Ray Bork? Yep. I think the last one. And how many do I have left? One. I, I, I have no idea who the other one is. Bobby I could say Trottier, but I know it's wrong. All right. Well, Bobby Hall. Yeah, I wouldn't have gotten that. Because he, I think it was the WHA with the Jets, it must have been. Right. Okay. Yep, okay. All right, so. Football? Basketball. There's one. Football first. There's one. Seriously, there's one? Yep. There's one in a thousand players, and you think I'm going to get the one? Yep. Why a tittle? 
right. I'm not going to guess anymore. There's a thousand of people. Who is it? Reggie, what, Reggie White. Okay, that makes sense. That's what, yeah. All right, let's go to basketball. There's about 10 to 12. Okay. One I know your boy was retired by both. I know Draxler was really? retired by both. You knew he was retired by yeah. Houston? I did. I remember watching it. That shocks me. He is my boy. I, I remember, that shocks me. I remember watching it. All right, Barkley was both. Yep. Jabbar, Jabbar was definitely both. Yep. The Stilt was both. Uh, oh, Moses is being retired. So I'll pick Moses because he just died. Yep. Okay. Any Knicks? Oh, yeah, Pearl Monroe. You sure you're not looking at a list? Because okay. you're doing phenomenally well on these. <laughs> Thank you. Um, There's two of them Oscar? you have no chance at. Oscar, Oscar? Was, which is Yeah, Oscar actually was, which is, again, very impressive. But Jordan? if you get these other two, I know you're cheating. Jo- yeah, Jordan. Well, I know Jordan got it. Jordan did. Because why he would get retired by Miami is just stupidity. But he did. Yeah, I don't really understand that. I have no idea on the others. Okay, Dr. J. That's who I got. Nah. You yeah. said Julius Irving? Shit. Nah, I said, I just cursed on the radio. I said, no, I didn't. I said, I should have yeah, gotten that. That one you should have got. Bob Lanier. Okay. You would have no, no chance, chance on that. No chance. And Pistol Pete. Pistol Pete. Yeah, that would have been no pretty chance. difficult. Like, I, I wouldn't have thought of that either. And to me, the toughest okay. one, Nate Thurman. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't have gotten him either. No. I don't even know the second team he played on. He did not, actually. I knew him as a Golden State Warrior center. But apparently, yeah, so the, Cleveland a, Cavaliers no. retired, the Cavaliers retired his number. Who knew? Yeah, so that's a no. But all in all, so, this reminds me of our good old days on Sporkle doing trivia. That was impressive. Thank you. Thank you very much. I mean, I, I, and if I, any, and if I any woman who's listening is intrigued by his sports knowledge, <laughs> going back to the good old days, please feel free to call in at seven six zero two eight three zero eight four six. That was. I, I'm. I'm rather impressed by myself right there. I mean, yeah, I, that was I, good. I don't toot my horn. I don't toot my horn very much. That was pretty good. I like the Rod Carew one. I was. I was like, huh, yeah. Well, I went Angels, so. So, yeah. Well, well okay. done, my friend. Thank you. And, so, and obviously, I don't know. You know, there may be one or two that in the NBA right now. I mean, Kevin Durant could certainly do it. I'm not sure if Oklahoma City would ever retire his number. That's. I problem. think they would at some point. I just I don't think there'd be a big rush for it, but I, I think they will. Um, in in addition to Jerry Richardson, for all intents and purposes, be, I don't want to say being forced to sell, but kind of oh he was forced to sell, to sell. um no he's i mean he, he it, public pressure is forcing him to sell as right. opposed to the nfl is dictating that he sells so Correct. it's not the same it's not the same thing fair but um the most powerful man in sports is stepping down john skipper certainly um certainly in media sports 
certainly yeah. in media. Um, well, and this brings up the million-dollar question. And it's, you know, John Skipper, the president of ESPN, and actually a favorite of mine and probably of Sean's as well, simply because he pushed a lot of the things that I enjoy with ESPN, the documentaries, the things along those lines, you know, as opposed to the more – and he seems to be almost universally beloved by everyone who's not who's – not, uh, correlated with Barstool Sports. Oh, I was going to say a former employee of ESPN. <laughs> well, Simmons, like, no, Simmons had a good relationship with him for a while. Correct. And I don't, well, I don't Simmons assume is, Simmons did not speak badly about him. Uh, that's my assumption well, whenever he tweeted. So, I, I don't know. I don't have his so, Twitter open. So Bill Simmons was born out of John Skipper. Yes. I mean, without John Skipper, Bill Simmons is is not – Bill, Bill Simmons is still a guy on AOL. I mean, without John Skipper, really. He he was brought over as the sports guy on, on page two, if you recall, on ESPN. And mm-hmm. he wrote that for a while. And then he became this, I don't know, Bill Simmons. I mean, remember, John Skipper was the one that founded Keith Olbermann and Dan Patrick. Unfortunately, he also let them go but he was the guy. So, yeah, I mean, John Skipper revolutionized sports the way it is today. But there's a second note about ESPN that I'll get to in a second. But, yeah, I mean, George Oppenheimer is the uh, guy that's taking over, the former executive of ESPN. Now, there's a reason why he was let go. I don't know what that was. It may have been Skipper's aspirations or whatnot. They didn't want to let him go. But – He's coming back, at least in the interim, and he's coming back in a really, really interesting time for ESPN. And, he is, and I hope you know what I'm talking about. Well, we're talking about that there there have been I mean there have been accusations of nope. there have been are you talking about that the ratings have have gone down the crapper? I'm talking Are about you... the fact that Fox Sports just sold everything to ESPN. That is true. And that, my friends, if it goes through, the fact that they sold everything to Disney, first of all, as a comic book geek, I am totally jonesing over this. Because that means we get like real movies for the Fantastic Four, as opposed to the crap that was made before. But in a sports concept, so all those Fox Sports become ESPN. So we may actually have the Ocho, which would you awesome. <laughs> Can Jason Bateman please be the guy on the Ocho? I mean, just for one day. Wouldn't that be hysterical if the two of them were the anchors for an ESPN, like for a sports center for one day at the premiere of the Ocho? I think that would be one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Cotton, he needs new pants. Uh, wow. I remember the – I, I, I'll be honest. I haven't watched Dodgeball in probably 10 years, but I do remember the Ocho. I don't really remember any more than that. But. Cotton needs new pants. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, we could have, like, the Ocho – we could have the Ochenta, <laughs> which is – 80. <laughs> I mean, there are so there are so many ESPNs now that the ratings, Seth, 
and the carriage fees that go along. Now, I'm not sure how familiar you are with carriage fees. Maybe I have to give a little lesson here. Are you familiar with what a carriage fee is? I am not. Okay. So I have my background in television and television industry. So when I went to college, I broadcast journalism. This is all kind of what we learned. A carriage fee is what a specific company can charge you or charge your cable provider in order for you to subscribe to that network. So each of the channels on your cable box, uh, Time Warner or Verizon or somebody pays ESPN or ABC, pays Lifetime, pays T, uh, sure. Time Warner, being Turner and whatnot, a fee for you to, to see that channel. And in turn, they charge that on to you, right? You don't get anything for free, which is why your cable rates continually go up. ESPN has the highest carriage fee of the basic cable of any channel, and it's not close. It's maybe 500% more than anybody else. You get charged about $7 just to have ESPN on your cable. The next is like a buck 25. Like it's not even close. So now for all those people that were that were saying, you know what, we want a la carte. We don't want packages. We want small business being able to, I should be able to pick the channels and pay the carriage fees. Some of them were saying, oh, you know what, I'll just pick Fox Sports. And I'll get my, my fill of Fox Sports. Well, now Fox Sports becomes ESPN. And that goes out the window. So... In the cable industry, I think this was significant. This is huge. This is this is Time Warner AOL big, which didn't work out very well. And we'll see if this works out any better than that. But the fact is, this is such a big deal in the broadcasting industry that it's definitely something to look forward to watching and seeing how it all plays out. Um, okay. I know one person who I'm sure is going to be ecstatic about this. Colin Coward, who just came over from ESPN six months ago. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you another person. Bill Simmons. Well, I was because, being more sarcastic. <laughs> oh, I know. And so was I. Bill Simmons always had an outlet if he didn't want a HBO. If he didn't want to go to a third party. He always had Fox in his back pocket if he ever wanted to go somewhere else. And couldn't go back to ESPN. Now that carrot is gone. So, interesting times. But yes, Colin Coward is one of those guys. Along with Skip Bayless, by the way. Who is back to being a <laughs> of ESPN. I listened to him for about three minutes this morning. Um, when, I'm, when I'm driving I'm into sorry. my Jersey office. Yeah, well, what happens is I put him when, I'm, when it's commercial on... Uh, Wingo in Golick or 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 uh, the NBA show. Um, I yeah. will. I'll put him on for two or three minutes. And all I heard him talking about was how much of a better player Kobe was than LeBron because LeBron is not clutch because LeBron has only been three and five in finals while Kobe's been five and two and Michael's been six and zero. Oh. I, I let my IQ drop for about three or four points and then after three minutes I switch back. Yeah. That would be about right. 
I'm not I'm not a big supporter of Skip Bayless if you haven't known that. Um I just don't like the arguing back and forth. It's you can have a conversation without having an argument. And that's what the HBO shows have showed me more than anything else. In which is why um Showtime's NFL Today is one of the best shows on TV. Even if I don't like the content sometimes sometimes for whatever reason, it's still to me the best back and forth show on television. But you mean inside, okay. you mean inside that, the NFL. Inside the NFL. Yes, that's what I was looking for. Thank you. Inside I know, I haven't watched in years. Okay, so it's Christmas is coming, if you haven't noticed. That's Monday. Your team, the New York Football Giants, is going to need a lot of presents under the tree. That is true. Okay. What do you want? Let's say you get three presents. You get a quarterback. Well, four presents. You get a quarterback, you get a first-round pick, you get a coach, and you get a GM. Seth Kamens, who is on your list? Okay. Um, and one realistic. Time here. You can't get Aaron Rodgers. I understand. All right. Okay. I want, if I get a GM, hmm. I don't think I want a GM from within the company. I want to go outside. Okay. Whether it's Pioli um, or Gittleman, I'll say for our purposes to make this easier for me because I'm going to want a coach who's going to go along with it who's going to probably go along with um, the coach that's going to have a knowledge base with the GM or have worked together with the GM. Yep. I'm going to say, what the heck's the guy's name from Baltimore? Um, Oh, you're not getting Nick Cesario. That's not happening. Wait, you want DaCosta or you want I don't want DaCosta. I want someone else. Cesario, I think is his name. You want the personnel guy. Okay. Yeah. And that gives me a more okay, easy way. The, right. The easy way to go is to go, well, with Cesario, you can go in a variety of different ways because he's now with the Patriots. Um, but I think he was with Baltimore originally. So okay. you can go, you, you can go a lot of different ways. You can go Shaw. You can go, you can go Patricia. You can go McDaniels. I'd, I'm kind of curious. Who do you want? I really like David Shaw, but I don't know if he'll make the move. If he doesn't, then I think you go. I think you go McDaniel's. Okay, so let's assume you have McDaniel's. A, so is now Eli back? Court. I would actually assume Eli is back at that point. If, if okay. But more, but under the understanding that I think they want to see if Webb can become the quarterback. So I don't know how that would play out. Um, and I, I'm trying to think of this as I go. Because the problem, the fundamental problem I have right now is I don't know if Davis Webb can be a starting quarterback in the NFL. You know, I look around. No, well, that's the problem. Um, So if the Giants have the number two pick, which is what they're looking at right now. Yep. 
you, there's three names that come into play. You know my feelings. You don't take an offensive lineman at number two or number three. I do. I, I don't believe it. I don't believe in that. I believe if you, after six or seven, if you want to take Quentin Nelson, you want to take the guy McGlitchie for either of those guys from Notre Dame, fine. Not at two or three. There have been too many people who have fallen, who have just busts. Robinson, Greg, uh, Greg Jason Smith. Uh, there's just so many. And I'm I'm not Luke Jokel, Eric Fisher, all mediocre. You know who I've wanted all along. You know you know that you want stuck for Shakan. I want Saquon Barkley. Now the problem, the obvious problem is that if they get Barkley. Look, my choice is very simple. If Donald does go back to school, Cleveland takes Josh Rosen, and then New York, then the Giants take Barkley. Then I have, but if it's Rosen or Barkley, it's a really tough call. But the thing is, but I have to believe that I think Barkley's the best player in, in college football. I think he's built for the NFL. <sighs> I would rather them almost take a sec- use a second or third round pick on a quarterback, be it a Baker Mayfield, be it a Lamar Jackson, and then literally pile up with offensive, you know, and then take it and use free any free agency money. I'm sure they're going to let some of these higher end guys go. I'm sure Brandon Marshall won't be back. I'm sure there's a couple guys on the defensive end, but the defense isn't. Although they were not particularly, they didn't carry the team this year. The defense has less holes than the offense. And I'd like to see them sign one or two guys in free agency on the offensive line. You know, that's what I'd like to see. Um, I don't, you know, if a second-round pick, if, if there's a guy better than a, I want to see what Webb brings. And that's the problem I have with this season. If the second this season is, was over, they should have been, they, we should have seen what Webb could do. And it may not have been a fair way to put him in. Because they have no wide receivers and they have no offensive line. But Webb was considered a borderline first-round pick that went in the third. So I'm not, I'm not jumping to take a quarterback when you have one that may be the guy. And they're also, but look, it's also going to be contingent on who comes in. You know, I look at who the quarterbacks have been, if, if, if it's David Shaw, Andrew Luck at Stanford, six foot five guy. Kevin Hogan was, I think, 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, you know, these are pretty much strong-arm passers. I yep. think Webb fits that. So as does Donald, as does Rosen. But the problem with, with both of them is, I mean, Rosen, there's questions about how much he really likes playing football, and that's not going to carry water in New York. It just won't. And Donald is kind of... Well, it won't for the Giants. It will for the Jets. That is true. <laughs> The Jet, well, the Jets are going to end up with Josh Allen. The Jets are going to have to take a quarterback. You know, they, yep, I mean, unless they're going to find Tyrod Taylor. Would you say? Nope, it's going to be Josh Allen. It's gonna, uh, you know, it's it's the one that I don't want, but it'll be the one that we get. It'll be Josh Allen. Okay, no question. So let's all right. So let's turn this around a little bit. So you're the Jets. Are you keep? Yep. You want to keep Todd Bowles? Yes. Do you think they keep Todd yes. Bowles? Yes. One year, how, one year extension, two year extension. One year. I think they give him another year. Yes, absolutely. They, look, they almost okay, so won the, last week again. They almost won last week with Bryce Petty as their quarterback. I mean, this team plays. Yeah, they gave they up do. in Denver, but they play. 
and I think that they, I think that they do, and I think they draft a quarterback. Um, I think they wind up with Josh Allen, even though I would prefer Baker Mayfield. But the problem is, well, okay, let me rephrase. I like Baker Mayfield's um, intangibles. I like Josh Allen's uh, raw ability. I haven't seen a whole lot of Josh Allen, so I'm just going over off the measurements. But the fact is, from what I understand and from what I've seen in my limited views, Josh Allen can make all the throws. And the Jets haven't had a guy that can make all the throws ever. I mean, seriously, I don't remember a guy that can make all the throws. Every single quarterback that the Jets have had, maybe Browning Nagel made all the throws. And and that's going back to 1989. I mean, it, it, it's been a long time since the, guys have, yeah. since the Jets have had a guy with intangibles that can make all the throws. So... And I don't well, mean wait a minute, wait a minute. Now, to, like, now, to be fair, to be fair, Chad Pennington had intangibles. He just didn't have the. No, arms. I agree. I'm he not being make the throws. Yeah. No, he couldn't make the throws. I'm not saying they haven't had a good quarterback. I'm saying they haven't had a guy that can make all the throws. There's a big difference there. Chad Pennington throwing okay. an out route was was Which worse thing? than me throwing an out route. It was like watching I mean, Steve Grogan in the Super Bowl. The ball went like 27 feet in the air and just dropped. I, I know. Right, exactly. So I'm looking for a guy that can make all the throws. I'm not saying at all that Chad Pennington wasn't a good quarterback for the Jets. He was. But the Jets need a guy. Look, every team needs this guy, right? Every team needs a guy that if they are down two touchdowns, you have confidence that they can make a comeback. And in order to do that, you need a guy that can throw the ball. Do you have any doubt when the even the Lions are down 14 points that they're out of the game with Matt Stafford? No, because he can throw it 75 yards in one play and get you back in that game every time. If he, if look, the rest of the team stinks, but as far as the offense, you know the offense can run. I mean, there are there are not many quarterbacks that you can say that about, granted. But there are some, and the Jets haven't had one in 35 years. 35 years. 50 years. 50 years? Yeah, about 50 years. Since 1969, they have not had a, a quarterback that can make all the throws. Since with Joe Willie. Okay, we have five minutes to go. Um, I wanted to wish everybody a very Merry Christmas, even though... My colleague and I do not celebrate. We will be out um, giving gifts and whatnot. Seth, are you available next Tuesday for a show? I know you're going to be in Florida, but oh no, you'll I will be back. actually be. I'll actually be back. Excellent. So we'll be doing that hopefully at the same time. Uh, but but check our listings. Um, props to one person before we go, and that is first of all, shame on you, Mo Wilkinson. You're going to leave with a lot of money, and you did absolutely nothing for New York. That's number one. But number two, props to Cole Hamels. That's where I was going with it. Ah, okay. Look, there's no – look, I give toys. He gives mansions. I got nothing. Well, to be fair, he's worth a lot – to be fair, he's worth a lot more than you are. He is worth a lot so, more than I am. So Cole, so Cole Hamels gave his mansion <laughs> to a foundation for kids. Uh, his his nine million dollar mansion. Now, to be fair, everybody, and I'll let Seth talk in a second. 
everybody does their little piece, right? Everybody gives a little bit at this time of year. And again, I hope that you do. Because even just a little bit counts a whole lot for everybody. So if you are walking down the street and somebody needs something, try and help. I know I say that every single year, and I know I believe that you should be doing that all year long. But this is the year that people don't – this is the time of year that people don't ask for help and are far more sad for whatever reason that they are than any other time in the year. They may be lonely. They may be having a hard, hard time. Try and help out because, you know, one day that may be you, and you may need some help as well. And you hope that somebody will be just like you and help out. So with that, I wish you all a very Merry Christmas and we'll talk before the new year for our new year for a uh, year in review a week from today. Seth, you're up. Well, uh, you pretty much just covered mine. Um, <laughs> I tend to do that. So it's yeah. I mean, when someone contributes a nine million dollar mansion, there's really not much more to say. But well done, Mr. Hamill. Thank you. And <laughs> thank you. Uh, you're not you're not Mr. Hamill's. So, no. No, no, no. Everyone have a Merry okay. Christmas. For, we'll be back next week, for, I guess, with our end of year show. For Seth Kamen's, uh, for Sean, Sean Palmer, uh, this is Seth Kamen. No, you were right. Sean for Seth Kamen's, too. So, yeah. Seth, pray for our fantasy football team, if nothing else. No, I'm just kidding. Pray for yourselves. Okay. Have a great we'll weekend. Week, everybody. All right. Yeah. Bye. All right. Talk to you later. Bye bye.